Amen. 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 As I said um, yesterday, it will be a very short session. Very short session. And I'm believing God to. I'm believing God to. I'm believing God for grace to impact your lives this afternoon. I've been in the presence of the Lord since morning. Those of you who have been calling, this season is not a time for picking of calls. So if there is any emergency, just send a message. Don't even try to call. As an intercessor, there are times the Lord God instructs you to do certain things. So if there is a need for me to call, I will call you. But don't try to reach me on call. If there is anything, just send a message on WhatsApp. I will surely respond. I will surely work on it. I will surely work on it. Because my 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 season has changed. And it's a time we spend in the other side not in the physical realm. I was just asking God what he asked for us this afternoon. And he instructed me to just come and teach about, uh, what do you call it? Um, the godly soul exchange. Uh, so mostly when you hear of the word Soulish exchange is 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 something is something that has to do with the transference on an exchange of one soul from the other realm to from the the transference or exchange of souls. So let's say um, brother A, brother B, and there is an exchange of souls. Remember that when I do the teaching on how to prolong your life i made you i made you aware that um there are three ways in which man can have his life prolonged or man can can three ways that can also result in man dying prematurely so in essence everything about life is basically on three with three reasons uh, one may put it three portals when God, when somebody is coming to the earth planet, it is three ways that a person could come. The person can come as a result of God's will, as a result of God's timing. The person can come as a result of a certain demand placed by God. And the person can also come on earth as a result of Satan to, to fulfill a certain demonic, to fulfill a certain demonic assignment. And I also made you aware that when it comes to death and the process of premature death, somebody dying, there are also three three mediums or channels in which one person or someone can live. I made you aware that somebody can die through uh, uh, premature death. I also made you that three reasons. One, it could be as a result of God. God can end somebody's life prematurely. 
also satan can also end somebody's life prematurely and the third one is the 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 activities or the action and inaction of man that can also result in life somebody dying prematurely i have done extensive teachings on this topic so if you just join us you can just cross check from the audios you will get it and i also made you aware that when it comes to issues that pertains to life and this longevity i made you aware that satan can also prolong life when i gave you instances through scriptures whereby somebody an older person in the family can take somebody's life and add it to it when it is time for them to die they can just go and mortgage maybe a family property something that has to do with that energy and add it to add it to add it to somebody's life to take to the other side so usually when it comes to life life you know that there are satanic ways whereby satanic soul exchange i've really thought about it how one can also extend his life in the demonic way i also also made mention on how as a man activities of man can also lead to what you call it the soul of man being prolonged on earth it was through that teaching that led to uh man's action or inaction with regards to animals with regards to plants with regards to the land and all those things i have also thought all about these things and one thing i also told you about man one of the things that can also lead to man's demise or man dying pro, uh, prematurely or that could one way or the other cut short the life of man or, or, or prolong the life of man is the wickedness of man i spoke about the wickedness of man i also spoke about the fully of man the foolishness of man i also spoke about the ignorance of man all these reasons can also result in premature death when we today our first scripture will be in luke chapter um, 18 verses 19 luke chapter 18 verses 19 i just want you to read because of the time factor the luke chapter 18 verse 19 talks about a certain rich man a certain rich man who had a garden a certain rich man who had everything in his garden he had everything in his garden and the bible makes us understand that this rich man one day this rich man one day just got up and 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 and, 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 and spoke to his soul that his soul should be merry his his soul should enjoy enjoy from the from the good things about life his soul should enjoy the bible says at that very moment god took away the life of his man god says you foolish man today i will take your life from your hands from that from that scripture in luke chapter 12 verse 19 18 19 it makes us understand that the destiny or the life of man one way or the other also is in the hands of man and the actions and inactions of man can result in man also losing his life 
Thank you, God. Today, I'll be focusing on the godly soulish exchange. And we'll be focusing today, tomorrow, maybe the next day, how a believer can also prolong his life. Don't forget that Satan, whatever God does, Satan also does the duplicate. So, as long as we have a satanic soulish essence, within that same premise, we also have a godly soulish essence. The same method or processes whereby an evil person can trap the soul of somebody and add it to this. A believer can also do same. So whilst I was in the presence of the Lord this morning and I was meditating upon some few scriptures that he gave me and he was just giving me more insight into some of these things that I'm going to teach you. There are things I've been practicing personally. Any every man of God or anybody that rules that spends more time in the other world has one way or two half ways he or she uses to prolong their lives okay and in some of these uh, secrets that I'm going to share with you as a believer as a Christian or as a child of God you really don't have to wait. You really don't have to wait till uh, so when you are at the point of death before you start the process of drawing the life of a person or adding somebody's life to yours. Because when you wait till you're, you are at the verge of near death, it becomes very, very difficult. Okay, so the first scripture that we, uh, we are going to use today is in Job chapter 29, verse 13. Job chapter 29, verse 13. So somebody should get the scriptures on their page for me. Job chapter 29, verse the book of Job. Job, 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 Job chapter 29, 29, verse 13. Okay. I read the King James Version. Uh, I read the King James Version. I read the King James Version first. And I read other versions of the Bible. It says, The blessing of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. I repeat, The blessings of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. The BBE translation makes us the blessings of him 
who was near to destruction came on me, and I put a song of joy into the widow's heart. The easy English version says, I helped men who were near to death, and they thanked me for my help. I made widows happy again when they are sad. The ISV says, those who were about to die blessed me, and I made widows sing for joy. The blessings of him that was ready to perish came upon me, and I caused the widow's heart to sing for joy. The NET says, the blessings of the dying man descended on me, and I made the widow's heart rejoice. The blessings of a dying man descended upon me, and I made a widow's heart rejoice. How did the blessings of a dying, a dying man came upon you? And I've told you that from Job chapter 12 out to end, every verse of Job was as a result of revelation. That's as a result of his encounter with the issues of life. Job was just trying to let the people around him know that one of the reasons why he Job was blessed was because a certain blessing came upon him from somebody who was at the verge of perishing. And it was as a result of that blessing that caused him some joy in the heart of what and we do there are today i think i'll focus on one or maybe two there are two ways in which a believer and prolong their soup. But Job chapter 29, verse 30, you will never understand it better when you, until you read the Job chapter 29, verse 1 to 8. That one, God will, and maybe tomorrow we'll handle that. The blessing of Job, the life of Job was prolonged as, as a result of a certain good thing he did for a widow. So the key, one may ask, what is the blessings of a dead man? You know that Ezekiel chapter 7 and 15 makes us understand that the righteous also perish. The righteous perish the 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 uh, the righteous perish. It means that the righteous can also die prematurely. So when the, a, a righteous person dies prematurely, everything that pertains to the glory of that righteous person, things that that pertains to uh, the prolonged life, longevity longevity of the righteous person, is always transferred to any Christian 
that is ready to put smiles on the face and hearts of a widow. Good. Let's read some some fifty-eight. Some sixty-one, fifty-eight, some sixty-one, verses five and eight. Psalm 51, the book of Psalms, chapter 6, 1, 61. 61, verses 5 and 6. For thou, O God, has heard my vows, and that has given me the heritage of those that fear thy name. For you, O God, have made answer to my prayers, and you have given me the heritage of those who give honor to your name. I made you aware that there are two ways for a prolonged life. There are two ways there are more ways, but today we'll just be focusing two ways in which you can undertake the transaction of a godly soul exchange. And the first way is when you put mouth on a widow. And the second way is also when you make a vow. So when you read the verse 6, of Psalm 61. It says, Thou will prolong the king's life and his years as many generations to come. You will give the king long life and make his years go on through the generations. Why will God give the king long life? The king will be given a long life because the king understood the principles of a vow. Know that when a believer dies prematurely, what God does is that God searches a righteous person and add the remaining life of the believer to him. It was a vow that activated a prolonged life for the king. Psalm 61, Psalm 61, 5 to 6. Okay. Let me pick this example. When you die prematurely and someone inherits, inherits you, everything that pertains to whatever you had on earth automatically is transferred to the person. Right? So if I have money and I die, whatever is in my accounts is transferred to somebody else. 
the person who have the right of inheritance receives whatever I have. Even in the Old Testament times, when somebody is married and the person dies, the one who holds the key of inheritance marries the wife of the dead man. So something happened. When Elijah, Elijah, once upon a time, was felt frustrated. And when Elijah was frustrated, Elijah went to God and told God that, I am tired. I want to die. The reason why I want to die is because of what Jezebel is doing on this earth. Jezebel has risen up against prophets. Jezebel has killed every prophet. And Jezebel is making my life miserable. So God, I want to die. So after Elijah had made all these things to God, God instructed Elijah to anoint three people. The work that the assignment that Elijah should have executed on the earth planet, because Elijah felt that he was tired and he wanted to leave, God instructed him that he should anoint Elijah. God instructed Elijah that he should anoint Hazel, and God instructed Elijah to anoint Nemesh to carry the grace that was upon his life. But we don't know what happened. Elijah only anointed Elijah. What does this mean? So Elijah, Elijah told God, that he wanted to leave this earth prematurely. Elijah was on a, on, a, on a certain assignment. Don't forget that we covenanted with God to come and execute a certain assignment on earth. So when Elijah decided to leave, he had not completed his assignment. Therefore, others ought to come and complete the assignment of Elijah. So God instructed him to release his grace upon three people. But some way, somehow, we all know that Elijah released his grace only upon Elijah released his grace only upon Elijah. The inheritance of a dead person does not only include properties. The inheritance of a dead person includes the person's grace, anointing. The inheritance upon a dead person includes the person's prolonged life. So I made you aware that if, when somebody is into this occultism and it is time for them to die, they have to kill somebody. The, the, the reason why they are killing somebody is because the person that they are ending their life, the person has a certain life ahead, a certain prolonged life. So let's see, the person that they killed, the person one way or the other was supposed to have 10, 15 years ahead of. So if they kill their life, then they trap the soul and take advantage of those 15 years and add it to them. But to us as Christians, when a godly person's life is truncated, when a godly person 
is at a, at a, a, a point of death. And when a godly person dies prematurely, there are two ways that the life, the remaining life of the person can be added to a third person. And through the word of God, in Job chapter 29, verse 13, and in uh, what do you call it, uh, 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 Psalm 61, verse 5 and 8, it says, when you put smiles on a widow, and you make a vow, and you are able to honor your vow to God, you become a candidate of a prolonged life. So when the Bible speaks about bringing joy to a widow, the Bible is not just talking about any widow. The emphasis is on a correct widow. The emphasis is on a widow that is in need. That is indeed a proper widow. And that widow is in need of something. Well, you get a secret to prolong your life. If I want somebody who has died prematurely life to be added to mine, all what I have to do is to bring some kind of joy to a widow and not any other widow but a proper widow and to a vow to God. And when it comes to the issue of vow, you might get me this scripture. I think Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4 to 6. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4 to 6. Within the kingdom of God, within the realm of Christianity, there is a certain commerce that takes place. And the commerce is the commerce of a godly soul exchange. God does not delight in vows that are not fulfilled. Anytime man makes a vow to God, there is an angel. So when you read the verse 6, of, of Ecclesiastes chapter 5. There is an angel of vows. There is an angel God 
has assigned to Anna and punish people. That does not honor their vows. Thank you, Holy Ghost. So when you read the verse 4, it says, it says, when you come to the presence of God, let your words be few. When you are in the presence of God, don't make a fool of yourself. When you are in the presence of God, don't incur the wrath of God by making a vow that will not be fulfilled. Because there is an angel assigned for vows, and that angel rewards and punishes. Hmm. I read the verse 4. When thou vowest, when thou vowed a vow unto God and defer not to pay. All what the verse 5 is just trying to tell us is that when you make a vow to God and you do not pay, God does not take pleasure in the vows of a fool. Don't forget that in my earlier teachings, about causes premature death i made you aware that the foolishness of man can cause man's life to be truncated and one of the mediums that can result in the foolishness of man is when man makes a vow and the man does not honor the vow So the Bible makes us understand, if you make a vow and you do not honor the vow, you are a fool. And the moment you have become a fool, you, become, you now become a candidate of what? Of having your life automatically truncated. So, on the other hand, there is also a place for a person who keeps his vows? There is also a place for a person who honors his vows. So when you read the psalmist, it says, because a king made, made a vow, and the king was able to honor his vow, the life of the king was prolonged. And how was the life of the king prolonged? When you read the verse 7 to 8, the verse 7 to 8 will, make you, will, will let you know that because the king honored his vow. So when you become a Christian, there is always an heritage for somebody, a child of God. When a child of God does not honor his vow, the child of God also dies prematurely. So the glorious lies ahead of the person. God 
pick somebody who either honors his vow or somebody who brought some joy to a widow. And God gives the person a prolonged life. So when you are a child of God, or when you are a Christian, there is always a season that our activities in the church becomes a commercial trading flow. I don't know if you pick people outside. There has been countless times I go to the presence of God and I have to plead. When you go to the partnership page of TPN, there are more than 120, 110 plus partners within the network. These are people that one way or the other have made vows to God of supporting the network at the end of every month. But it will surprise you that less than 30% of these people honor their vows to God. But some of you, because personally, I'm not very comfortable when I come and I talk about money, 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 money. I rather end up spending more time pleading to God to have mercies upon you than even praying for God to open doors for you. Because the word of God is so clear that he, 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 he does not take delight in people that vow to him and does not honor their vow. It is better not to make a vow to God. Don't forget the emphasis. It is not about the amount. It is not about the quantity of the vow. God's focus is on the principle. Alice, I know some of you are the other side. You've heard of people who visited petty shrines and they made certain vows to these deities and they did not honor those vows. And some way, somehow, such people have died. I don't know whether some of you have heard some of these things before. It's very common out there people going to deities, making vows, not honoring their vows and dying. Because when it comes to the things that pertains to the spirit, 
one thing that is of, of a higher concern, one thing that carries blessings and curses are vows. So if you know you are here and you never made a vow to God, and some way, somehow, you were not able or you've not been able to fulfill that vow. Remember, you are cutting down your life. It is scripture that I'm reading to you. The verse 6 of Ecclesiastes. It says, when you are not able to honor your vow, God sees you as a fool. And you, all, you know that the people that God sees as fools, there is a tendency for their lives to be truncated. So if you know you are here, and you've made a vow, that is why vows are not just made from the physical realm. It is better not to have even made a vow. Most of you, the reason why certain things, certain doors have, 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 have remained shut is because God cannot trust you. So when you read the verse 7 and 8 of Psalm 61, it was talking about people that God himself thinks that he can trust. Because God cannot trust you. When somebody dies prematurely and the assignment of that person ought to be continued, each assignment comes with a certain heritage. Each assignment comes with a certain inheritance. Each assignment comes with a certain blessing. There are three people in church. There are three believers. The federal people in church are those who make vows to God. When such people the angels of vows will come after them. The angels of vows will come and punish them. The second group of people are those that God calls the wise people. And these are people that, that, that give 
that made vows to God and honor their vows. With such people, when there is any opportunity of somebody's life to be prolonged on earth, God considers those people. Because God knows that these people are trustworthy. Psalm 61, verse 7 and 8. And the last group of people are those who wouldn't vow at all. With them, whatever happens in church, they are not interested. And with them, all what their focus is, is just to live the life that God has given them. They are not interested in ways they can do to extend their life. But the disadvantage with this three, the third group of people, is that if they are not able to guard their soul, an entity can also come and take their lives from them. So anytime you go to church, and there are opportunities to give, There are opportunities to make a vow. Make that vow based on your strength. Don't go and make a vow that you will not be able to fulfill. If you do that, one, you are cutting your life short. Two, the other part of your life will be given to somebody who was faithful to a vow to God. I will end in the next five minutes as I told you that I have a hospital appointment. I will end with a part one today. God willing, I will continue with the part two. But in summary, you can also prolong your life. If let's say you have your negotiation with God, You are supposed to live for 80 years. You can add 20, 30 years to your 80 years based on how you treat widows, based on how you bring a certain kind of joy 
And secondly, how you are able to honor the vows you make. Don't forget, Psalm 61, 5 and 6. Because a king was able to honor his vow. Long life. A prolonged life was made available to him. If you know you are here, and I'm talking about partners even within the network, you are a partner. And you are not able to fulfill your vow. Remember what the word of God says in the verses of Ecclesiastes chapter 5 that an angel of vows, an angel that is in charge of vows. Will either honor the blessings or rather release a curse over you. If there are questions you can ask. Let me see if there are questions. Then I am not done with the teachings. I want the questions to be based on what I have taught. Your question. Good. Hello, Apostle. You can ask your question. Yeah. Um, please, Apostle. Supposing somebody um was asked to make a vow, let's say a man of God asks somebody to make a vow and the vow was above the person's strength and later the person realizes he has to go and then talk to the man of god that this is what he can vow is it possible there is, no, there is nothing like a transactional vow vows is not like i am buying i have gone to the dodoa market i am buying cassava 10 ghana and I tell the woman to use the 10 Ghana price of cassava and I'll pay 5 Ghana. So ideally, it is even wrong. You see, because of what is happening in the body of Christ, because of what is happening within a church, within the men of, men of God, I am really not very comfortable to even teach about the blessings in giving, the blessings in supporting a network, the blessings in supporting the things of God. My dear lady, if you go to a church and the Osofo tells you that, come, lady, make a vow of let's say thousand Ghana cities to God, and based on your capacity, you cannot pay that money. Don't make that vow. Vows are not made to man. 
Vows are made to God. And when you make a vow and you don't honor your vow, there is a corresponding punishment. A man of God cannot negotiate a vow. So you cannot say, oh, he went to church and the man of God said, oh, ah, two thousand Ghana cities come. So you went to make a vow to God that you are going to give two thousand Ghana cities. And due to certain financial circumstances, you were not able to honor the vow. The man of God does not have the power to even negotiate with you. The vow was not made to man. Maybe when I am done with this, I will teach about the reason why people in church are poorer. I will teach about why Christians are poor. Because when it comes to giving in church in three ways, I will teach about that. The causes, the source of poverty. Most of you, you give because the man of God wants to satisfy their hope. I cannot pay a medical hospital. I come, hey, come and make a vow. Most of the vows that we make, you see, Understand these principles of vows. Vows are not done in the physical realm. Vows are not made to, ma to man. Ideally, when it comes to the realm of vows, man is not supposed to even hear your vow. So you go to God. I made a vow to you that uh, if you do this, you see, Jacob's vow was a vow between him and God. Nobody was there. So if you go, uh, somebody like um, Harriet, Apostle, I am making a vow of uh, 100 Ghana cities to God. And you vow. It is a vow of recognition. So a lot of people are making vows. But because it is not coming from a genuine heart, hey, you also want to be recognized. Who can give 5,000 Ghana cities? Oh, also Faka, sorry, Paul. My dear lady, don't be ignorant about the things of the spirit. If you go to church and your sofa tells you that, oh, come and also make a vow. Tell the sofa, quote the scripture to the sofa that when it comes to things that pertain to vows, vows are not made on the physical realm. Ecclesiastes chapter 5, verse 4 to 6. Quote that scripture to your sofa that you, want, you don't want to incur the wrath of God. The next thing I suffer will tell you that, or oh, make vows out of it. People of God, I'm a spiritual person and I know consequences of vows. Don't go and be de de deceived by the words of man. Or that, oh, come, make a vow out of it and that God will provide. Who told you God will provide? Vows of faith is not done that way. Vows of faith, it is between you and God. Oh, God. I want to give you an X amount of money. It is between you and God. There is no third party. The moment a third party comes in, it's not a vow. 
So, my dear lady, what happens in the church is a way of commerce. That is why some of us who always tell you the truth, we can never be rich. Because it is God that blesses his people. I will never come and manipulate your hands and take your money. Knowing that there is a place in Hades that carries a certain corresponding punishment for men of God that manipulate the name of God to get rich, to get rich on earth. Fingers are that. So tell your sorrow that as for this cup, you don't want to carry it. God bless you, Apostle. Good. Any other? Any other? One at a time. Please ask. It's a follow-up question. Concerning sure. what the lady just um sometimes they, 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 they don't mention the figure before they they compel or they convince you to come out. You go out, then they give you the envelope before they finally mention the figure, and it's above your ability. At Madame, that point, what do you Madame, do? I repeat don't allow you see most of you eh, you are pleasing man more than god i have gone to a church and also asked me to come for a, a, a i told also that me i understand the word of god because you don't read the bible so when the also was they come for every seat seat it is never true that because you did not give God will not bless you. God's blessing is not based on that. Sit. A vow is not to man, it's unto God. Don't allow yourself to be deceived. There is an error in the church. It is a means by which God, by which churches enriches themselves. Even this this month, this last week of the month, I have turned down five preaching appointments. Big big churches. Apostle Yaya Revival. So we will need money. Come, by all means, you raise money. Come. That is why you people are giving and you are not being blessed. When it comes to money, when it comes to anything that pertains to God, it should be based on revelation. Do you even know that when it comes to tithe, as a New Testament believer, you are not supposed to pay tithe 10%. The least should be the 10%. It should be based on your revelation. Anything that is about God and it is not done out of revelation, you will not get anything. So anti-comfort, you are going to stand before God. The angel of vows will come and punish you for not honoring your vow. Not the osofu, the osofu's punishment in the air. God will deal with them at the right time.
That is why the Bible was always, Paul was always encouraging you and I that we should be like the assembly of Berea that studies the word of God for themselves. There is a lot of error in the church. That's why some of you, because you think that when it comes to vows, you can just make a vow. Last time I told one of the accounts team, those in the partners team, that 31st, I am going to dissolve the TPN partners because I am tired of carrying the burdens of people. I am tired for preventing God, the angel of sacrifice, for punishing God's people because they think that they can just make a fool of God. They think that they can just come and open their mouth. Oh, this month, I, I, I told TPN, we have more than 110 partners within TPN. And at the end of the month, less than 30% of these people. And you expect God to bless you. You are rather incurring curses upon your soul. What am I saying? Anti-comfort. I am a man of God. Before the God, I am a man. At least, because of what I have seen at the other side of life, and because I am determined to make it to heaven, there are certain things that other pastors will do, I wouldn't do. But I am telling you what I know from the word of God and as a student of spirituality. Don't be forced to make a vow. Any osofo, any man of God, it doesn't matter the rank of the osofo. Ah, Peter was a nurse in command to God. Though. But the other day, Satan spoke to Peter. All of us, we have needs. And if you don't take care, the enemy will give you a wrong channel. To get your needs. Have you ever realized that I have come and I have told you people that I will come and make a vow? Make a vow of this amount. No. Even if it is one dollar, it is between you and God. So if you know here, your TPN partner, it's better you go to them and tell them that they should take you off. I will plead on your behalf. You think you make a vow, you make a vow for man. When you Me too, I am a partner within the network. I check my financial status. And I say, oh, say, see, I the mini bit. And to Muslim be already saying, I'm submitting me the amount. And just support you, Ejuma. So every month I pay. This month, I pray, no. Today's date is what? That's your fair. 
I have not even honored my vow, my, my, my partnership. I have not even paid. I have to also pay. I'll pay. Because it's a vow I made to God. There have been times because of certain vows. We don't make vows to man. I made a vow to God. That before my birthday, one man of God, I was going to renovate his office and do a lot of things for that man of God in his office. When they brought the budget, it was around 7,000. It was a vow I made to God. For some months now, I have been very sick. So all my money was on my health. But it was a vow made to God. And I added a timeline that before my birthday, because I understood the principles of vow, the small savings I have made for my rent next year, I had to go for that money to go and renovate the vow that I had made to God. Because it would have been better for me to have nothing. And even if I have to move to the village, move to the village, than to be able to pay my rent and carry the curse of God upon my soul. All because of a vow I made to God. And due to certain circumstances not of mine, Sickness, yeah, nobody can 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 say yeah, they want to be sick. Actually, I paid. Last one is the the also called me that uh, the, the 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 carpenter says they will need an extra thousand Ghana to do other things, printing, and I said she shouldn't worry. I made a vow. I will send that money. So don't just get up and make a vow. If you know you are not prepared to honor the vow, don't. Vows are not just made. If you make a vow and you have your last, go and honor the vow. When you do that, the angel that honors vows will come to your aid. And I can't remember when when. My wife asked me, oh, so since I have done this for also for what about the rent? I says, ah. But I know there is an angel that honors vows. And the angel will really honor my vow. There are times I have made vows. There's there's a a church in uh, one of my friends' church in, in Techiman that I have adopted the church. So anything that the church will need, I pay the bills and everything of the church. It is my vow. There are times even the little money that I have to use to buy maybe a drug of food, I have given it to the church and I have starved. Because it is my vow to God.
So don't just make vows because your suffering is putting pressure on you. That is why in GBN, our offerings are not just offerings. So they are vows to God. We just come and talk about it. Period. Getty is also asking. Promises are not the same as vows. Promises are made to man. A man cannot promise God. A man cannot promise an entity, a divine entity. So I can make a promise to Alberta that Alberta will come and visit you. Betty, or oh, I can promise you that Betty, I will call you. Promises are not binding because they are made to man. That is why when you are getting married, you go to the presence of God. It is not a promise that you take. What did you do? It's a vow. Vows are binding. There are angels of vows. When you refuse to honor your vow, there are punishments. You can even you can have your life cut short. Any other question? Any other question? Hello, God willing, tomorrow I'll, I'll continue with the part two. Apostle, I was asking about um when you were talking about uh, widows. I was talking about what about I mean vows or taking care of a widow, and I was asking about what about the children the, the mothers leave behind. Mother, and, my the teachings so god willing tomorrow i'll continue okay dina i, I, have, just, I have just given two uh what do you call it two um two reasons okay. oh okay. Okay. okay i am not done when i am oh, done okay. there are other things you people don't know that when okay. a believer does it can prolong their life on the earth I have just given only two. So please, if you have any question based on, I want the questions to be based on what I thought. I want the questions to be based on what I thought. Yes, Apostle, thank you. Welcome. Any other question? Any other Apostle. question? Apostle. Apostle, you were talking about the vow issue that they tell people that don't vow at all, they have to take care of their life. Very well. Uh -huh. and, uh -huh, so they should take care of their life like how? Is that I said what? You were like, they tell people that don't give out their vows. Those people, they can't um, like ask for long life so such people so such people how do they take care of their life if they can't vow i have i have thought about how to prolong your life go listen to the audios there are so many ways you can prolong your life okay but i told you that you can prolong your life. 
you can also prolong your life from the other side but what i am teaching now is no no even if you're a child of god that you have to make a vow so when you read psalm 61 verse 5 it says my vow and you see when it comes to vows ah okay most of you eh, you take that when it comes to vows it has something to do with um something that is very big you can just vow with, with god that your vow is just one gonna see this every month it is a vow time there is a blessing right now somebody is dead and the person died prematurely whatever the person has to do on earth was not accomplished what can god do what can god does is god takes the remaining inheritance that is why when you read the, the, the job chapter 29 verse 13 talks about inheritance heritage so alberta i led a good life then somewhere somehow i didn't take off my life well i died okay let's say god had i had 40 more years ahead of me but based on certain things i died and because i died there is 40 years of my life with a certain corresponding assignment still on the earth planet so god will look for people who push miles on widows god will look for people who honors their vows and give the fourth the the remaining 40 years of my life to them i hope you get me it's our better yes yes please i get you so, when you live your life and as for you you are not making a vow you are living your life it means that when there is the availability of a prolonged life when man can do something to prolong their life you are not a candidate to that blessing i hope you get me yes please good any other thank questions? you very much any other question the last time any other question okay so god willing tomorrow we are going to continue i told you that i have an appointment at the hospital um not late but i have other things to do before i set off so god willing tomorrow we will we will continue with this teachings you can go get the audio listen to the audio if you have any other question just keep it god willing tomorrow i will 
Oh, there's a question on the page. What can you do if you have not been able to honor your vows genuinely? I, 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 I gave you instances of how I have to sacrifice even what I will eat and what I will use to buy drugs to honor my vow to God about a church to a church in Techiman. I also made you aware about how I have to go and take my investments for my rent next year to honor a vow I made to God. So there isn't anything like a genuine reason. The question is, what vow did you make to God? Is there a vow within your means? Alice, it's not for anything, crowd. Anyone online uses data. So it is airtime, credit. You buy. You buy food. Some of you have to buy food more than five Ghana cities or ten Ghana cities. So you can reduce the quantity or amount of food you buy. Don't forget. God and his vows. And whilst you are going through all these sacrifices to have a vow on it, it's the same way your reward will be. That is why I said earlier, don't allow an osofo to put pressure on you to make a vow. When it happens that way, you are going to face the consequences so not or suffer not or suffer some of the doors are shut because of a certain vow you made right and you are praying to this same god to do something for you if you want to understand things that pertain to vows Go to your parents, at least our parents there. They have, because of their age, during their time, they had a lot of things. They will tell you that people that went to deities, shrines to make a vow, and they were unable to fulfill their vows. What happened to them? We meet God willing tomorrow. Take care. So, Ima, you have to. You have to. Even if you have to sacrifice your food, do. Don't forget, when the prophet went to the widow, he says, the last food that you have, use it to prepare something for me. There is a certain angel in charge that honest vows.
So till we meet tomorrow, may God be with us all. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.